Welcome to Being Eve. I'm your host, Casey Alexis, and this podcast is designed for the everyday woman who seeks to do more than just survive. You want to thrive. The goal is to inspire, empower, and encourage you as you find commonalities within my story and the stories of some extraordinary guests. Join me as we dive into this brand new episode. Hey there, ladies. Welcome back to Being Eve. Today, it is Let's Talk Tuesday, so let's talk. So ladies, today's conversation is going to be on legacy. Recently, I've been thinking about the term legacy, what it means. And one thing that I've realized is I don't really hear much women talking about legacy. Now that could just be me and my limited knowledge and experience on certain things, but it's often a conversation that you normally don't hear women having, right? Talking about legacy and what that means to us and what type of legacy that we're trying to leave for those that we love is typically something that you normally hear men talking about, right? You hear men talk about it quite often on legacy, on building a legacy, leaving a legacy for their children, generational wealth, different aspects of that nature. And so today's conversation, I wanted to change that up a bit and challenge us all as women to begin to put legacy at the forefront of our minds. Because legacy is absolutely important to everything that we as women are all about, right? When you think about women, we are smart, we are diverse, we are life bearers in many ways, not just in childbearing and child rearing, but in a creative way in building. And we are forced to be reckoned with in this thing called life, right? We're fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And there's so much that we have to offer. Do we think about legacy in the way that we should? And so today's conversation is going to be a moment for us to just sit back and think about it. And hopefully it inspires you all and empowers you all to begin to have conversations like this with your sister friends in what it means to leave a lasting legacy. Um, so of course, first things first, what is the definition of the term legacy? Well, Merriam-Webster defined it as a gift by will especially of money or other personal property. The second definition was something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. Now, with that being said, when you think about legacy and when I think about legacy, to be honest with you, um, for me, death is also a part of that, right? Um, when you think about legacy in the terms of leaving something for the present and the future, right? Knowing that I will eventually be an ancestor, a predecessor for generations that will come after me. I will be leaving this earth at some point in time. And so with the term legacy comes with the absolute fact that death 
will come with that, right? We will all be building a legacy in the living, but when we finally leave it for others, it is in death. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because lately I have been thinking about death in a lot of ways and not in fear, absolutely not in fear. But one of the things that I'm learning to do and I have been doing is making peace with death because I'm coming to the understanding that death is in fact a part of life. Once you are born, death becomes an absolute, right? We are eventually going to leave this place. We're not going to be here on this earth for eternity. But if you know the truth, you know that death is a transition into another life, the everlasting life. And so with that being said, as I pondered on legacy and as I pondered on death, you know, I was scrolling through social media recently and it was pretty much at the time of the late great Kobe Bryant's passing and I noticed someone posted a scripture. Now this scripture is something that I've read before, but you know ladies how you read something and you or you read the scripture and it 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 was good to read. You're like, "Oh wow, that's important." But it really didn't impact you in the moment because it wasn't relative to anything you were going through. Well, that's how that scripture was for me when I read it back then. But when I read it again in this particular moment in my life where I am in my life, I realized how significant this scripture was. And I wanted to take the opportunity to read that here on the podcast. It's going to be the focal scripture for this particular episode. And it's in Ecclesiastes 7 chapters 1 through 14. Now, ladies, I recommend us all reading the entire thing. Don't just stop at verse 14, but read the entire chapter because it's one of those chapters that has a lot in it that is beneficial to everyday living. It has a lot in it that actually makes sense in the time frame that we are in right now. So I recommend that you all read it. Here it goes. A good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume. And the day you die is better than the day you are born. Better to spend your time at funerals than at parties. After all, everyone dies. So the living should take this to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for sadness has a refining influence on us. A wise person thinks a lot about death, while a fool thinks only about having a good time. Better to be criticized by a wise person than to be praised by a fool. A fool's laughter is quickly gone, like thorns crackling in a fire. This is also meaningless. Extortion turns wise people into fools and bribes corrupt the heart. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. Control your temper, for anger labels you a fool. Don't long for the good old days. This is not wise. Wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, 
but only wisdom can save your life. Accept the way God does things, for who can straighten what he has made crooked? Enjoy prosperity while you can, but when hard times strike, realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. Ladies, as I focus on this particular scripture, I realized a lot, right? Because this scripture holds a lot in it. And one of the things that I focused on immediately when it said, a wise person thinks about death a lot. You see, normally people will tell you not to think about death a lot, right? Normally people will tell you don't talk about death because when you talk about it, you pretty much invite it into your space. It is a taboo topic, right? People fear death because of the absolute of transition from one world into another. And when you don't know what you're going to expect or you don't know where you're going to go, or even when you don't really know why you're here, there's a level of, oh my gosh, death, right? There's a level of heaviness that comes with the thought and the fact that death is an absolute thing and you have to be prepared for it, right? And a lot of times people don't want to think about it. They don't want to see it. They don't want to um, even approach the topic. But I wanted to challenge us on this particular episode to really understand the magnitude of what it means to leave a legacy means to live a purposeful life. And so I wanted to talk about this particular topic so that we can become comfortable with the thought of death, not to fear death, but understanding that it is an absolute and that it is something that we have to be mindful of, specifically if we are building, if we are growing, if we have a family, if we have a business, if we have things that we want to ensure is lasting, we have to make sure that death is a part of our conversation and our thinking as we put certain things in place. Hey ladies, we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this message. I wanted to challenge us on this particular episode, ladies, to redefine death as not just an absolute, as not just a heaviness of transition from one world into another, but that death is an place where we welcome the opportunity to prepare for the next life. Preparing not only our loved ones and our children and our business associates and different things that we are a part of for that transition, but also preparing ourselves to go into that next phase of living. And to me, that's what legacy is all about, is literally preparing those we love for the transition. And we're not just preparing them for the here and now, but we are preparing them for what is in store for their livelihood 
into the present and well into the future. So when you think about legacy, also come to the understanding of preparation. Legacy is preparing a table, preparing a place that your loved ones, your family, your children, and all those that you touch can sit and dine and eat what you have left on that table that will sustain them and maintain them in this life as they continue to live it while you are no longer here. You see, for me and in my mind, I've learned to have peace with death, coming to the conclusion that death is an absolute into the next world, but is also an opportunity for me to understand the magnitude of what it means to live, what it means to thrive, what it means to live a life in preparation for my departure from this life going into the next life. To live my absolute best life. And with that comes with the greater knowledge that you know what? Things like unforgiveness, things like bitterness, things like hatred, things like envy, boo with the fools, people trying to steal my time. No, those things will not bind me because I understand the magnitude of what it means to live my absolute best life because I don't know the time frame that I have. I have children and a spouse that I need to live for and also not just live for but equip them in my time that I'm here and also prepare a table for them that they can sit, dine, and eat at when I am gone. So do I have time to waste? Do I have time to truly waste my time? When I know that time is so precious and it's the most precious asset I can have in this life. You know, I came with this understanding and realization actually started last year when my daughters came home from school and they're learning fire safety at their school, right? And of course, their school is going um, with, through the motions in regards to stop, drop, and roll. And so I took the opportunity to hold my own fire safety at home. Here are the exits. This is what you do if there was a fire. Um, this is what doors you should exit out of. But then I took it a step further, realizing that, hey, what if there is a fire and uh, myself and my husband you know, passed because of smoke inhalation, right? So I had to talk to the girls about, hey, if mommy and daddy becomes unresponsive, this is what you need to do. Don't wait. Don't wait for us to get up because at that point, girls, mommy and daddy is no longer here and we need you to leave the house immediately. Go straight to auntie's. Thankfully, my sister lives very close and so it's walking distance. And so I taught them to how to get there, um, what to do, how to leave and go straight there. And I remember having the conversation with them. I remember looking at them, looking at both of them in their eyes as I 
spoke to them about being unresponsive and what they needed to do and that mommy and daddy may have made a transition into the next life. And I remember seeing their eyes water. I remember seeing my oldest daughter cry. And as I looked at her and the youngest one getting emotional, I began to become emotional. But then I had to quickly remind myself, no, Casey, no. This is not about emotion. This is about preparation. You have to teach them. You have to impart into them what they need to do. God forbid you and your dearest husband leave this planet before they are of adult age, right? What is it that they need to know and understand? Because if you don't tell them, if you don't teach them, if you don't equip them, you will be leaving them unprepared and to leave them unprepared is to leave them fending for themselves in a world that will eat them up alive. So I made that decision within myself that day, whenever I am sitting with them and I'm pouring into them different things and we're having different conversations and I'm pouring into them, Hey, you're valuable. All the things that I talked about in season one, you're valuable. You're, you're, fearfully and wonderfully made. And I have them saying all these declarations and affirmations. I want them to always hear my voice and my husband's voice pouring into them, reminding them, listen, God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. When you are in your time of need, you cry out to him. You call on his name. Remember your prayers. Get up. You were built for this. Weeping will endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I want to leave them equipped in this life and also in my death. Ladies, it is so important for us to ensure that we are talking legacy. It's at the forefront of our minds. We're building a legacy so that we don't leave our babies ill-equipped. We don't leave our spouses ill-equipped. We don't leave our business partners and people that we're connected to ill-equipped because we're out of fear of death, out of fear of, of the heaviness that comes with the conversation, right? But it's so important for us to talk about these things and make sure that we have left a plan behind, that we have things in order. Whether we leave here well into our 90s or we leave here in our prime, whenever that may be, let's give them the wisdom that we have now. Teach them how to thrive with you and without you. Let's all get our paperwork in order, wills, life insurance, everything. Don't leave a legacy of unpreparedness, chaos, disorder, confusion, and fear. Leave preparation because the more prepared you are, the more prepared they will be. So how do we build legacy? How do we get started? Well, first, I'm going to ask a couple of questions that we all need to answer, right? And the first one is, how are you living? Are you living the life you aspire your children to learn and emulate? Will you leave a legacy of survival or a legacy of thriving? What will the people who love you most say about you? Because the answers you have will have a lot to do with the type of legacy that in your current state you will leave behind. 
after you've answered all of that, do you like what you read? If you don't, start to change it today. As that scripture that we read in Ecclesiastes, it says it is good to start, but it's better to finish. So start today, but make sure we finish, right? Make sure we have that plan in place. Make sure we've prepared a table for our loved ones to sit at when we are long gone, that they will be able to dine and eat at, right? Leaving them generational wealth, but also leaving them generational wisdom, leaving them um, generational values and, and disciplines and generational uh, principles that they can begin to impart in their lives and they can begin to pass on from generation onto generation onto generation. I told you ladies that this year, this year on being Eve, this season, I'm not going to be like new year, new me, new year, new me. And it's the same year as the previous years. No new year, new me. And we're going to add a new legacy. We're going to be building new legacies and we don't have to start out with a great big plan. We can start off small. Start off small. What do I have in place right now that I can start putting in place? Have I been doing Bible study with them? Let me start implementing Bible studies. Let me start implementing um, affirmations. Let me start implementing declaration. You don't have to start with a huge plan, right? Just start small on the basic things that you need to put in place to begin to build that legacy. If you buried your 2020 goals in tomorrow's, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I get to it tomorrow. I encourage you ladies to pull those goals right back out and start working on them today. Because as we all know, tomorrow's not promised to no man. After all, as Ecclesiastes says, everyone dies. So the living should take this to heart. Let's focus on the now. Let's focus on the today. Let's focus on building today, building that legacy. You're not just here to ensure everyone is taken care of. You're also here to take care of yourself, to ensure that you know what your calling and your purpose is because God placed gifts and talents in you that are meant to be manifested here on earth in the land of the living while you are here. You bring life into this world just by being you, just by being the woman that you are. So ask yourself, am I fruitful? Am I multiplying it in the ways that I can be multiplying and being fruitful? Is everything that I'm doing in some way, shape or form growing? Do I know what my purpose is? And if that answer is no, I encourage you ladies to find that out. You deserve to know why you are here. God wants you to know why you are here. But are you listening? Are you listening? I had an amazing episode recorded with Janelle Alexander, who is a life purpose coach. It was um, recorded in season one. The episode is entitled Uncovering Purpose. 
I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode if you've listened to it already. And if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It will inspire you to go after uncovering your purpose. And if you need help doing that, go ahead and contact Janelle. I'll have the link for her information in the show notes. You deserve to know why you are here. Purpose is important. Legacy comes with purpose. Building on the fact that, hey, I am here to do this. And based upon what I am here, I'm going to build my legacy on this foundational truth of my purpose. Find out what your purpose is. You're not just here to survive. You're not just here to work, pay bills, do it again the next day and do it again the next day and do it again the next day until you leave this earth. Oh no, you are here for a reason. And that reason is special and unique to you. Do you know that? No one on this planet can do what you do. You have been fearfully designed to do something special in the way that God has called for you to do it in your home, in your workplace, in your community, whatever that is, you have been called to do it and no one can do what you have been called to do. You are unique. Who you are, no one else can be. You are so special and unique. No one can be you. Come on, ladies. What is your legacy? Don't let life fool you to believe that legacy is men talk. Nah. We as women, we can talk about legacy too. We are important enough to build a legacy as well. A legacy to our children that goes beyond just surviving in this thing called life. That goes beyond just being a caretaker that goes beyond all that. You are made for more and therefore your legacy, that what you're going to leave behind will empower your children, will empower those who love you, will empower them to know that they too can live a life that thrives. Don't allow your past to dictate what your legacy will be because that is a lie. Trust me, ladies, learn from my story. My past was not what I thought my present would be and what I know my future is going to be. So I made a distinct decision based upon the fact that I have children that are looking up to me, children that did not ask to be here. It is my responsibility to live a better life and to leave them a lasting legacy. I have to protect them. I have to love them. I have to teach them. And I know I couldn't do that with the life that I was living before. So I had to stop and invest in me. I had to stop and invest in my heart. I had to stop and invest in my mind. Some of us will invest thousands of dollars throughout the year on our hair, on clothes, on accessories, and that is all good. It is good to look good. It is good to feel good about ourselves outwardly. But are we spending that amount on ourselves inwardly? Can I challenge us on that a little bit, ladies? 
Are we investing in ourselves on the inside as much as we invest our, in ourselves on the outside? How much are you truly spending on your mental health? How much do you spend on investing in your relationship, your marriage, your relationships with your children? Are you going on dates? Are you spending time doing marriage maintenance by attending events to keep your marriage going and thriving? Are you investing time in learning how to be a better parent? Are you investing your coins into doing that? There are programs out there that are willing to teach you on how to be better in the things that you want to be better at. It is our responsibility to be better and to do better and to find out what that better is. Scripture tells us that my people perish due to the lack of knowledge. So if there's knowledge out there, ladies, invest in getting that knowledge so that it can equip you to be a better you so you can leave a legacy behind that your children can sit at that table, dine and eat on for generations to come. Are you truly investing in you? In order to build the legacy we want to leave behind, ladies, we have to change our mindset. We have to shift our thinking. Thinking about growth and purpose, life in a way that goes past what we've been taught, right? We have to start living the legacy we want to leave. So imagine that for a second, ladies. Imagine that for a second. Close your eyes and imagine for a second what type of legacy you want to leave. Your children, your spouse, those who love you, business partners, your businesses. What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? Think about it. Envision it for a moment. Don't think about who you are right now in your present circumstances. Think about who you will become and the type of legacy you want to leave for those that love you in the present and in the future. Think about what you would want them to know about you. Think about what you would want them to say about you and think about basically all those things, how you're going to ensure that legacy comes to pass. Think about what you want them to be able to walk away with the principles, the wisdom that you want them to be able to have. After you do that, ladies, write it down. Write it down. What does that look like for you? After you write it down, start. Start it immediately. Start it today. Start on the small things. And as you go, expand to the larger things. But start. Start getting involved in legacy building activities. Start surrounding yourself with people with a legacy mindset. Start listening to things that talk about legacy building and what that means. Get that a part of your DNA. Start studying those people you admire who are leaving legacies that you admire. Learn from their legacy. Make it a priority in this year 
in this new decade to live a life worthy of the legacy that you just envisioned. You know, the world just lost an amazing man in Kobe Bryant. But one of the things that I noticed the the most is that the world felt the loss because of the legacy that he built. The loss hit home for so many because he was an inspiration to them and he had an impact on their lives that although they didn't know him personally, he was able to impact them based upon their his influence, his influence on the game of basketball, his influence as a father, as a man, as a husband. Think about that in your regard for just a moment. Think about what you want people to walk away with when they think about the life that you've lived as a woman, as a mother, as a businesswoman, a teacher, an investor, an entrepreneur, a leader in your field. What will people say about you? What have you, what have you done to impact the various titles that you wear? What will your children know to say and think about? Well, mom always said this. Mom always said that. Mom showed me how to do this. My wife always said that. My wife showed me how to do this. What will they say about you and the impact that you've had on their life? Legacy is so important, ladies. Do not confine it to the ideals of celebrity and this person and that person with big names. No, legacy is important for you. It's important for me. It's important for the everyday woman. It's important for us. Ladies, I hope this episode inspired you and empowered you and encouraged you to begin to build a legacy. To begin to continue to work on your legacy. Knowing that you won't be here forever, but you will leave a mark on this world forever. This episode is dedicated to the nine lives lost in the tragic helicopter accident on Sunday, January 23rd. The late, great Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mauser, Ara Zorvayan, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and all the lives lost that have gone before us. Rest in peace. Well, ladies, thank you for tuning in. I hope this episode blessed you as much as it did me. Before we depart, a quick reminder to head on over to the show notes where you will find all the info to keep in contact with Being Eve and to learn more about our guests. Make sure to let them know Being Eve sent you. Last but certainly not least, Ladies, don't forget to review, share, and subscribe. This is your opportunity to let the whole world know where we gather for absolutely free. As always, ladies, please continue to love, live, and thrive without losing the authentic you.